0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله وكفى salatu والسلام على عباده الذين baadihi أما بعد Amma بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم شهر رمضان الذي أنزل فيه القرآن هدى للناس وبينات من الهدى والفرقان صدق الله العظيم Most Sahaba. Assalamu alaikum in these auspicious months of Rajab and Shaaban, which we find ourselves in currently, we have been taught to acquire the blessings by means of preparation for the Mubarak month of Ramadan. The du'a which we should be reciting is, Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Sha'ban, O Allah grant us barakah and blessings in the month of Rajab and Sha'ban, wa balighna Ramadan, and O Allah take us to the auspicious and blessed month of Ramadan. So ulama explained to us that the barakah and the blessings of the months of Rajab and Shaban are acquired by means of us doing those a'mal and those actions which will assist us in getting ready and preparing for the month of Ramadan. Now, there are many actions that we can do. There are many different things that we can do in order to prepare for the month of Ramadan. So, in this short discussion, we will inshallah mention a few which will inshallah assist us to prepare for the month of Ramadan. Before uh, discussing these amal, we will just discuss a bit about the importance of preparation itself. It is mentioned that Nabiya Kareem used to always prepare for any conditions, any situations, any occasions that uh, he was anticipating. If we look in the lifestyle of Nabi Al-Karim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the Mubarak lifestyle of Nabi Al-Karim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, then we will find also that our Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was always well prepared and he taught us how to prepare as well. Take Salah for example, Aisha al mentions mentioned that we would be sitting with Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa talking light-hearted discussions. And when the adhan would be called, it would be as if he did not even know we were around. So when the adhan would be called, the attention of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa would immediately go towards his beloved Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He would answer the call of his beloved. Then as the preparation for Salah is concerned, we know that uh, it is mentioned in the Hadith that one of the categories of people who will be under the shade of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala under the of camera will be that person whose heart was attached to the masjid. So even though a person may be at home or at work or anywhere else, yet the person's heart is attached to the masjid. That means he desires to be in the masjid. The person loves to be in the masjid. This applies, obviously, for men. And for women, their hearts also can uh, have to be in the salah. They should also should, uh, the desire should be there. that When can I again perform a next salah? Or some preparation. Uh, it should be in the, the somewhere in our mind that I've got to read the next salah. So then it will be as if we are in salah all the time. Because our hearts are linked to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Salah is the means, uh, one of the greatest means of connecting us to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then we are taught to make wudu at home, preferably for those who will be going to the masjid. And for every step that a person takes, a person will get rewards and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will elevate a person's status. So all this is in preparation for this actual third salah. Then um before entering the masjid, there are du'as to be recited, a few du'as that we can learn, and we are taught to make the intention for etikah, and to enter in a certain way with the right foot. So all these details have been taught to us, and all this assists us in our preparation for salah. When the adhan is called out, then we are taught to respond to the adhan, to reply to the call of the mu'azim, by repeating the words that he says. And when he says, حَيَّ ala and hayya ala Salah come to salah and come to success. Then the reply should have been, we are ready, we are coming. But the reply is, لَا Quwwata illa billah. That the ability, the tawfiq, the strength to come to the masjid is only from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So although we are ready, we are hearing the adhan, we have the health and the strength, we have the means at our disposal. Um, from our side, it looks like we can just go to the masjid. And he's saying, come to Salah. But we are taught to reply, la hawla la illa billah." That our never and our gaze, our attention should be only on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That oh Allah, it is only if you allow us that we will be able to go to the masjid. It is only you who has given us the health and the strength. It is only you who is allowing us to go to the masjid. It is only you who controls all the means that we have at our disposal. So our gaze should be on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we didn't play la Hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Then if we have time after entering the masjid we read two rakats, tahiyatul masjid, tahiyatul wudu. Um, you can decide the nawafil salah and we read our sunnah salah in advance. So all this assists us and helps us to prepare for the third salah. In the first Salah also we will see that it's as if like we are progressing from, uh, we are going from stage to stage, step by step, to eventually um, reach that point where we are the closest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we'll start off by saying Allahu Akbar and we'll recite from the Qur'an al karim Then we'll go into Ruku and we bow down and we say subhanahu wa azim We praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is very great and lofty. Then we stand up again, and then we reach the point when we go into Sajjah, when we put our faces and our heads, which uh, is the no- most noble part of our bodies, on the ground, in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we express our ultimate humility and submission to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And at that time we say, subhana rabbiyal a'la. Ya Allah, I'm lowering myself completely, but you are the most high. You are so high You're beyond We cannot even imagine You are beyond that which is beyond So you mentioned the Hadith Sharif That the closest a person Is to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala Is when he is making sajda So if we prepare for our salah in this way We learn about salah Then we will find that life will come into our salah And we will find If we are getting closer and closer to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala There will be more meaning to life So like Likewise for Ramadan also, preparation is required. So one of the greatest ways to prepare is by means of increasing our bond with the Qur'an and Majid. The Qur'an al-Kareem is a kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The month of Ramadan is mubarak and blessed and special because of the Qur'an al karim Shahr Ramadan al unzila quran Allah ta'ala mentioned that the Qur'an al karim was revealed in the month of Ramadan. The night of Qadr is special because the Qur'an al-Karim was revealed in this night. In Qadr. The places where the Qur'an al-Karim are special because the Qur'an al-Karim was revealed in those areas. al-Mukarramah, الْمُكَرْمَةِ, al-Munawwarah, and the entire lands of Hijaz and the surrounding areas as well. The language of the Qur'an is special. Wa نَزَلَ بِهِ الرُّوحُ الْأَمِينَ عَلَىٰ قَلْبِكَ لِتَكُونَ مِنَ الْمُنْذِرِينَ بلسان عَرَبِيٍ مُبِينٍ The language of Arabic, of Arabic. The angel who brought the Qur'an al-Karim down is the greatest and mightiest of Allah's angels. نَزَلَ بِهِ الرُّوحُ الْأَمِينَ The heart upon which the Qur'an al-Karim was revealed, mentioned in the Qur'an, عَلَىٰ قَلْبِكَ So anything and everything that is linked to and attached to the Qur'an al-Karim becomes, I mean, becomes blessed, becomes full of blessings and noor, and light, and illumination. This is only uh, just because of the attachment to the Qur'an al-Karim, a link to the Qur'an al-Karim. So the more we will recite the Qur'an al-Karim, and the more we will ponder over the meanings of the Qur'an al-Karim, and the more we will uh, bring the teachings of the Qur'an al-Karim into our lives, the closer we will get to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the closer the person really can get to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the uh, person that cannot, cannot be, uh, get close to Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, by any means greater than the Qur'an al-Karim. The Qur'an al-Karim is the greatest means for any person to get close to Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So from now, we should make prepar- some preparations. And we should, if we are reading Qur'an al-Karim, alhamdulillah, we should increase the jilawah that we are making. Or if we, are, we just read the Qur'an, we should try to read with, with understanding, get a reliable commentary of the Qur'an or attend lessons of tafsir of reliable ulama and try to and we listen to our Ansar Mukti Sabdam al Barakatum's tafsir. So, in this way, our understanding of Quran will increase. Then, another way to prepare is by means of dua. The duas of a fasting person are definitely accepted. When a person eats shahdi, at that time, a person is eating early in the morning, eating food. But yet, the, the du'as of a person are readily accepted. And there's barakah and blessings in the food. Nabi alayhi salam told the Sahaba Allahum, that come and partake of food that is Mubarak and blessed. So there's barakah and blessings in the food of sihri. A person fasts throughout the day, now he's hungry at the evening, waiting to break the fast. So that time he's eating and breaking his fast, enjoying the bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But yet, Allah ta'ala is so kind that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts his du'as. Readily, at that time, at the time of the start, du'as are accepted. When we read the Quran al-Karim in Taraweeh and during the day also, after every recitation of the Quran, after each recital of the Quran, even if it's a little, we should make dua. Duas are readily accepted. Yes, uh, once you complete the entire Quran, then all the more, uh, the, the duas will be accepted. But whenever we read even a little, we should make dua. So this is another means of us, for <coughs> us to prepare for Ramadan by making du'a, by increasing our du'a, and pondering over the meanings of the du'a. And du'a actually is a du'a of mukhul ibadah. Du'a is the uh, khulasa, the nature, the sum total, the crux of, and the essence of ibadah and worship. Because we are worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, iya kanabudu. na'budu, whatever we are doing, we are, we are trying to uh, please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are going about in our lives. But wa iyaa we need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. At every step of the way, we are in need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So dua is that manifestation of our need, that, ya Allah, we are in need, and you are the only one who is completely independent. You are the only one we turn to. You are our Rabb, and we are your slaves. So this is the essence of worship, the essence of, of, uh, of dua, showing our helplessness and our need to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya Allah, you are the great one, the greatest. Ya Allah, you are the only one who is Rabbul Alameen, who can sustain and, and, and the entire creation and who can fulfill all our needs and grant us all that we require in the dunya and the akhirat. Then there are many other actions, but we'll end up with this here. Another very important um, dimension when it comes to this preparation is the physical dimension. That means we should see that we make physical preparations as well for the month of Ramadan. And when it comes to looking after our bodies and our health, there are two things. One is that we should try to see that the food that we eat is wholesome and nutritious. We should try to eat food that uh, will give our bodies the required nourishment. And secondly, exercise. We should try to be active. We should try to make exercise a part of our daily routine. Even if it means starting up small, uh, for example, by just walking every morning after fajr early in the morning, or in the evening, just to increase the amount of steps that we take. Um, doctors and experts in the field of exercise will tell us more. But they mentioned, like, if a person has to take, for example, uh, 40 steps or 100 steps, what effect it has on the body. And if a person takes, for example, 500 steps, what effect it has on the body. Or if a person walks for 5 minutes, this is what happens to the body. After walking, even just a, a casual walk, after walking for 10 minutes, this is what happens to the body. After walking for 20 minutes, this is what And the great benefits have been mentioned. So we should try at least, may, uh, at least, start off small and gradually we, we, we increase the amount of exercise we do, then we will find that we will uh, really enjoy our way even more in the month of Ramadan. And as far as uh, the consumption of wholesome and nutritious foods is concerned, it's <clears> a <throat> so topic on its own, a very important topic, something which is extremely important. Nowadays, you know, <clears throat> more and more people are having health issues. People are sick all over. Uh, people do not feel well. People have all types of, Uh, issues. So a lot of these issues um, are are related to our diet. They stem from our incorrect diet. So we can make small steps here as well. Uh, Certain people have a lot of hemat and carriage, pluck and cut. And they can just go uh, full out into anything and um, give their best. But not everyone has that amount of courage. So for, for people like us that are weak and we don't have that amount of courage, at least make small steps. So we can start off by drinking more water, by uh, eating more fruits of the season, seasonal fruits, and find out which fruits, fruits are good for our bodies, or which fruits are maybe uh, don't agree with us. And uh, more uh, salads, vegetables, uh, more try to have more wholesome foods, uh, nuts, and uh, we cut down on very refined foods, very rich foods. So gradually, if we, make, if we, if we take the small steps, we will find our health. Improving, we will start feeling better. And when we feel better on a physical level, then our minds also become more calm. We will start feeling, uh, better, uh, as our minds are concerned also. And spiritual also will definitely see the effects of it. Allah Ta'ala says that, That eat that which is pure, halal, wholesome, tayib, and do good deeds. And there are several ay- other ayat of the Quran also that indicate towards the importance of consuming that which is wholesome and nutritious. So these are a few uh, ways that um, we can uh, uh, adopt to prepare for the month of Ramadan. There are many other things also. If Allah subhanahu wa grants topic, then we will discuss it some other occasion. Or we can find out from ulama. we can read up, and we will find out. And we prepare for Ramadan, then we will be anticipating Ramadan. We are taught to make du'a that we reach Ramadan. Usually we should be anticipating the meeting of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should always uh, have a desire that, yeah Allah, when can I meet you? The life of the dunya is temporary. It's, um, it, it, the, the object of it is to prepare to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's our actual goal. But when it comes to Ramadan, then we should be making dua. That, yeah Allah, I love to meet you so much. Anytime I am ready to meet you. But Allah, Ramadan is so special. You have made Ramadan so special. So let me just at least reach Ramadan. or Ramadan. If I can reach Ramadan, one extra Ramadan at least in my life, the more I live, I want to live for Ramadan so that I can acquire the blessings of the Qur'an, I want to acquire the special barakat. If I, if I, want, if I have to have a long life, it is so that I can become closer to you, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if we will prepare, then inshallah, uh, we will be anticipating Ramadan, and then we will take the maximum benefit. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us to make amal. Wa and